0: Today we take up what I think is one of the weakest episodes in all of Star Trek, the original series, The Savage Curtain. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of trekking through compliance. His mission, to explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Trekking Through Compliance, Episode 77, The Savage Curtain. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode The Savage Curtain, which aired on March 17, 1969, and occurred on Stardate 5906.4. Story synopsis. When scanning the planet Excalbia, Spock detects strange readings which seem to indicate the presence of carbon life forms. Because of the planet's molten surface, the readings are discarded as impossible until the Enterprise is scanned from the planet. The subsequent appearance of Abraham Lincoln on the viewing screen and his transportation to the Enterprise demonstrate that whatever intelligence resides on the planet has the ability to read minds and manipulate matter. Kirk orders full honors and courtesies be extended to their guest. Shortly after beaming Spock aboard, or rather Lincoln aboard. Spock reports that sensors showing an object resembling living rock with claws at the same position. On board, Lincoln appears to be human with knowledge of technologies from the mid-1800s, but is strangely also aware of the Vulcan philosophy of nam. When Kirk accepts Lincoln's invitation for Spock and he himself to beam down to the newly created patch of Earth-type environment on the planet, Over McCoy and Scotty Strong objections, they encounter Surak, the father of Vulcan civilization. A piece of rock suddenly becomes animated and informs the inhabitants of the planet. They are conducting an experiment to discover which of the opposing human philosophies is stronger, good or evil. The inhabitants of Excalbia will witness the drama, as will the crew of the Enterprise. In this first experiment, the goal will be a simple one, mere survival. To carry out their experiment, the rock creatures pit Lincoln, Surik, Kirk, and Spock, whose phasers and tricorders failed to beam down with them against Genghis Khan, Colonel Green, who led a genocidal war in the early 21st century, Zora, who experimented with the body chemistry of subject tribes on Tiburon, and Kalos the Klingon, who set the pattern for the Klingon Empire's tyrannies in a battle to the death. Colonel Green begins the conflict by pretending to call a truce with Kirk while his associates prepare to attack. However, after fending off the attack, Kirk does not wish to begin hostilities. As incentive to fight, the Enterprise is rigged to blow up if Kirk cannot succeed within four hours. Kirk begins making tactics, and Lincoln compares his leadership qualities to those of Ulysses S. Grant. But Spock and Surak refuse to cooperate, and Surak seeks out the other group to negotiate. Green appears to parley with Surak, but sends his associates to sneak up on him. They then attempt to trick Kirk's party into rescuing him when he screams out in pain. Lincoln attempts to sneak into Green's camp, but this action has been expected. As he discovers Surak has already dead, Lincoln is speared from behind. Colonel Green then attacks Spock and Kirk. Spock kills Colonel Green, and the others are forced to flee. The rock creatures discover that evil is defeated when directly confronted by good and Spock, Kirk, and the Enterprise are all released. So, what is today's fun fact? Well, it comes from MissionLogPodcast.com comment by Will Wright, who said, The Excalibur recreation of the legendary Kalos the Unforgettable in this episode, the actor who played Kalos was Bob Heron, who served as a stunt double for Jeffrey Hunter on the first Star Trek original series pilot, The Cage, and also appeared uncredited as the Enterprise crew member named Sam in the original series episode, Charlie X. If you'll recall, Charlie sent him away because Sam laughed at him. So a nice tieback to uh, a relatively unknown actor, particularly in his role as Kayla the Unforgettable. Uh, We'll learn a lot more about him in The Next Generation. There are lots of continuity issues in this episode. It marks the final appearance of Nichelle Nichols, Lieutenant Uhuru, particularly poignant in light of her recent passing away. As a result, this is the final episode of this series to feature the entire ensemble cast of Captain Kirk, Commander Spock, Dr. McCoy, Lieutenant Commander Montgomery Scott, Lieutenant Huura, Lieutenant Su- Sulu, and Chekhov. This is the final second and final mention in a TOS episode that it may be possible to separate the Nacelles from the ship, in this case, by specifically jettisoning them. The illusory version of Colonel Green is the final character to die on screen in TOS's run. As uh, the following episode All Our Yesterdays has no deaths, and the only deaths that occur in the final episode, Turnabout Intruder, happen off-screen. The the episode introduces several notable figures in the Star Trek universe that will be further explored in later incarnations of the Star Trek franchise. They include the human despot Colonel Green in Enterprise Demons, Kalos the Unforgettable in TNG, The Rightful Heir, and the Vulcan Surak. In Enterprise Awakening, Kalos is seen here in the Klingon style typical of the original series. It would seem to contradict the explanation given in Divergence for the change in physical appearance of the Klingon since Kalos lived long before those events. However, since the image of Kalos was drawn from Kirk and Spock's minds, not from fact, this is not necessarily a contradiction. The appearances of Kalos and Suric mark the final. respective guest appearances of a Klingon and a Vulcan on Star Trek, the original series. So what are the compliance takeaways from this episode? Well, uh, you have to start with uh, executives behaving badly, Uh, because here we had uh, literally the top leaders of the bad guys over history. So it really brings to mind who are, uh, what do you do when your executives are in on the, on the crime? Uh, we have relatively few uh, FCPA cases where senior executives have been in, involved in the bribery scheme. Uh, Parker Drilling is certainly one that comes to mind where you had C-suite involvement. But more recently, we had Cognizant Technologies. Uh, Panasonic Avionics is another example. Um, uh, that really speaks to a lack of... Um, Screening out of uh, executives prone to that type of behavior. And, of course, being from Houston, uh, Ken, Ken Lay comes to mind, as well as Jeff Skilling, uh, clearly with a uh, moral uh, blinders on, which uh, allowed them to um, either not see what was going on or actively be a part on it. But what do you do when executives behave badly? Uh, next up, internal controls. Uh, workarounds and overrides. Uh, the reason to have internal controls is one of the reasons, of course, it's control. The second is to have information. Three is to help you manage your business. But do you allow uh, routinely uh, overrides? Panasonic Avionics, the CEO had a, a slush fund from which he personally ordered bribes to be paid. Uh, obviously, he was in on the, the bribery scheme and scam, but there was no internal controls over his slush fund. And when you have that type of uh, uh, problem... Uh, with no controls, no um, anything to keep the executives in check, that's when companies tend to get in trouble. And then finally, who watches the watchers? Um, In the uh, cognizant technologies case, you had the CFO and general counsel involved in the bribery scheme. So uh, if they are in the bribery scheme, how are you going to pick it up? We don't know exactly, but we do know that in Cognizant Technologies, the Board of Directors were informed of the bribery scheme where literally the C-suite was involved. Yet the Cognizant Technologies Board of Directors made the call to notify the Department of Justice uh, within two weeks of finding out about the bribery scheme. It's too bad Wells Fargo didn't have that type of executive on their board. I hope you'll join us tomorrow in Trekking Through Compliance when we take up